Mixing it up there, Cap. So, Bergman, it's you and Cappy today. Do I have that right? Yes. Right. Okay. Bergman and Kaplan. Cappy, right. was that your yeah. choice? Did you say, uh, uh, Shadano's out. I can pick anybody I want to work with. I choose Bergman. That's right. That's exactly how it went down. Nice. Look at Precisely. That. Thanks, what did you expect for him to say? Right. And then I went to the manager of audio operations, <laughs> yes. who happens to be Bergman. Same and guy. I requested that he join. As co-host, not as manager of audio operations. Excellent, excellent. excellent. No, he's good. Not he's, the Mao today. No more Mao. No more Mao. And you're you're going to win five thirty, right? And then Slee takes over from the Laker game. Slee on the Slee, spot. Slee and Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, Cap. We we're just talking about uh, baseball playoffs and if they should tweak the format if it would do any good. And we we t- Pepe had an idea. Make the second round best of seven instead of best of five. We said if you offered each team a chance to either play in the wild card round or I don't think anybody would take it. I think everybody would take the free buy. Is there anything baseball can do to uh, to avoid what happened this year, which was the five best records are all out? So I love the idea of going to a seven-game series, but I can't believe the uh, amount of whining that is going on here. I mean – can I ask you guys, did the Dodgers lose because no. they had the bye? Cappy, why are you doing this? What? Seriously, why? You're this right, has Cappy. nothing to do with the Dodgers. Oh, no, wait. Oh, I, Mace, don't take it personally. I'm taking it personally. Uh, no, it has nothing shouldn't. to do with the you, Dodgers. You shouldn't. Because, listen, the Atlanta Braves are complaining about it, and the Baltimore Orioles are complaining about it. And and I just, and the Tampa Bay Rays, are, the five best teams are out of the playoffs. You well, consider I, that whining? Yeah, I do. I, I don't think you're right. So. You're I right, think, Cappy. No, I think there's. I think there are reasons why they lost, and, um, and particularly yeah, the Dodgers. The you know, but I think that if they play seven games, you have. If you lose the first two games, you have a chance to come back. But with series that when you win three out of five, then you know lo- lose two games and it's very difficult. Can I ask everybody a question? If in the NFL playoffs, mm-hmm. if if let's say four teams got buys. And three of the four of them lost in the first round. Um, would would the NFL be saying, "Hey, we got to fix this because well, our NFL, better teams the NFL got knocked is, out"? And in many ways, the NFL is flip a coin, right? You have a good day, you have a bad day, and you're done. It's a one and done. It's like the NCAA tournament, one and done. In the in terms of baseball and the NBA, the NBA, generally speaking, the best teams do get to the finals because over the course of seven games, the most talent does win. Baseball is different in that way. Uh, baseball can be very choppy. You can have a good series, you can have a bad series, but ultimately, I think what you need to do is to continue to play one game play-ins would be great the first week then seven game series more representative the best team is more likely to win okay that's that's all fine listen mace i'm all for solutions to make the playoffs better and more Mm -hmm. exciting but i do think that unfortunately whether you're the dodgers or the braves we'll use them as examples right now um, they just got beat it's it wouldn't be that unusual if, if all of a sudden arizona swept the dodgers in a series during the regular season they ran into the wrong team at the wrong time and when I say the wrong time, it's not just about how good Arizona was. It's how beat up the Dodgers pitchers were. It's how ineffective the hitters were. And it's also an issue of what they did not do before the season started and what they did not do during the season. So, to me, I mean, this is a $270 million payroll. 
The Dodgers thought they had enough. Why are you making this about the Dodgers? We're talking about the general structure of the playoffs. You want the best teams to play in the well, World Series. Except, That's not necessarily not the really. case. But to Cappy's really. point, though, even if they, the second round would have been best of seven, the Dodgers lost the first three games. They would have been eliminated well, but anyway. It, but you, you handle that differently right yeah, if, if you they got their ass in kicked. a seven well they did uh, and by the way cappy this is, doesn't have anything to do with the dodgers no but the dodgers are You're, one of the victims aren't they well baseball is the big victim i yeah, don't think well, but, so but think about it the orioles got swept the right, Dodgers the got some the five best teams the braves out. it might have helped at one point they were down 2-1 um but my my but the five best teams are out yeah right but the five best teams in the regular season got into the postseason and got beat so, so listen, let me ask you guys. The NCAA basketball tournament. Yeah, one and sometimes, done. Sometimes you have a team that shows up and makes it to the finals, and you're like, they're a Cinderella. Didn't see those guys coming. They were an eight seed, and they happened to get lucky, and the number one seed got knocked off, and they made it through. And before you knew it, they were in the championship, and you're like, okay, well, that's legit. That's how it goes. I mean, did the did the Diamondbacks in this instance, or better yet, did the Phillies, because I know it bothers you, Mace. Yeah, I, the, don't, well, I don't know why you're throwing the Dodgers no, no. in there. Did the Phillies, I mean, is there a gripe there? That, that the Phillies don't belong uh, because, they because the Braves as, had the better record? They're not as good as the Braves. Well, the Bra- they, obviously, the Phillies won the series, but they're not as good as the Braves. The Braves were the favorite. The, but I have a question the for Braves you, Braves were the best team in baseball. I what, have a what's quest- your question, Pepe? I have a question for you, Capi. Yes, you, sir. Uh, re- regarding the Dodgers, do you think that the Dodgers lack spirit uh, on the series? Uh, yes, I do. Um, although, Cap. If you, I mean, for people that don't know, Cap spends a lot of time in San Diego County. Yeah, he's a Padres fan, so that's why he's well. You cover you cover the whole region. I get the gut feeling that if the Dodgers fired Dave Roberts today, the Padres, Angels, and Giants would all try to hire him. You agree? I think the Angels and the Giants for sure. You don't think the Padres? I don't think so. Are the Padres sticking with their guy? Yeah, I think the Padres would be admitting failure by hiring Dave when they had him on their bench and in their uniform and they didn't even give him an opportunity and they hired some like minor league guy that lasted all of about 50 games and then as soon as the season was over the Dodgers he was good enough for the Dodgers but he wasn't good enough for the Padres I don't think this Padres administration would admit that sort of organizational failure by the way I'm with you John I think that there's nothing changing I don't think Andrew Friedman's going anywhere I don't think Dave Roberts is going anywhere and I think that those guys have said hey look we're a team, you know, um, we are a team and our team, me up top, you managing our players. We did not perform. Guess we better get better. Yeah, I think I, I would be shocked if they do anything major. I just don't think they're going to they, they're going to tinker around the edges. Maybe they go out and get Otani who can't pitch. By the way, Mace. Otani doesn't. I mean, he makes them better, obviously, but he doesn't fix their pitching. Problems. Doesn't pitch how do they fixing. how do they address that how do they address starting pitching for 2024 well you've got young pieces right now um i would assume you know bobby miller is obviously going to be part of that rotation emmett sheehan showed flashes dustin man walker bueller are still iffy to be ready in february I, right? I would i don't think they're going to be i think they'll be ready for Ber, uh bergman i think mid-season right yeah. For Both Dustin Walker May Bueller and, and Dustin May probably not ready for spring training. So Walker Bueller, I think, will be ready for spring training. Yes, he was supposed to be ready for the postseason or just about there ready. There was some to talk come. about it. There yeah. was some talk about it. So I think by spring training he'll be fully ready. How about the others? About Dustin May, I don't think we'll see Dustin May probably till August. And t- same with Tony Gonsolin, maybe even later than that, and maybe not at all. 
especially since this is the second one from Dustin May. Yeah, it'd be amazing. They go out and sign Otani, but he can't pitch. He's not going to pitch at all. Well, he won't pitch. Right, but then, but then the following year, you expect him to go back to being Otani on the mound, right? No, I don't. No, I think oh, so I, you, you just sign him $50 million for the back. Okay, so, so yes, you, you sign him for whatever he wants because you're going to make it all back in revenue. It's all going to come back. Ticket prices, um, jersey sales, the entire Japanese audience, you're going to make all of that money back almost immediately. So okay, he's so not going to pitch anymore? Uh, no, he'll probably pitch again in 2025. In 2025. But not till, he's not going to be himself again or probably until 2026. So signing Otani would not be about winning a World Series. It would be about selling merch. Well, I mean, no, the the idea of Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Shohei Otani in the same lineup is is pretty extraordinary. That's Attract- unbelievable. Unless you get to the playoffs. Well, but in the yeah. playoffs. Until you, you get to the playoffs. You would, exactly. you would expect <laughs> the bats were the problem, and you would hope and expect that Shohei Otani would One come through. One of those through. guys might hit. Yeah, and Otani, would, and Otani did it in the WBC, which isn't the same thing, but still he's done it in, in pressure-packed situations. So you kind of hope and expect that he can do it within those. A lot of people have uh, have tweeted me and said, well, why would Otani want to come to the Dodgers because they've got this history of losing now? Uh, these last three years, he wants to win championships. The Dodgers haven't done that. You know, I, my answer to that is if you're Shohei Otani, and you're looking to play on the biggest stage every single year you want to be with the Dodgers. You know, Clayton Kershaw has pitched for 16 years, uh, all for the Dodgers. He's been in the playoffs 12 times. He's only missed the playoffs four times. If you're Otani, you want to go where you're going to play in the postseason, and the place you're most likely to do that on a year-after-year basis is the Dodgers. Hey, let me uh, change subjects on you guys. Yeah, Um, because Pepe and Michael are here. I want to ask him, how excited – should I be about D'Angelo Russell? He looks great. I mean, he's played up against three really good players so far. He played Steph Curry in game one, Ben Simmons in game two, De'Aaron Fox in game three. And Michael, he outplayed all of them. Not by a ton, but he outplayed all of them. Is this, are we watching a hot player who's on a hot three-game streak? Or have you noticed a difference in his game? He's playing very well. He looks very confident. He looks like he's in great shape. Uh, he's thankful to be back because there was some question where he's going to come back with the Lakers, and he, he came back. Uh, yeah, signed in the offseason. Yeah, he looks good, man. What do you Pepe, think, what do you think? I, I think that he is, he might be thinking this is my last chance to show it's everybody an audition to how stay. good I am. Yeah. Because he is good. He is good, but sometimes he gets lost uh, in her own mind, you know. Like you. <laughs> when I'm next to you, of course, because I, I don't want to see you. No, Pepe always loses his mind when he's near you. That's true. Yeah. God, what I love for you guys to like just take one month, the two of you, just one month. I die. And, and just live together <laughs> for oh, a month. Live together. Can you imagine, can you imagine no, what a reality no. show that would right. be, the Pepe and Michael awesome. show? Right. You just a total me? odd couple. Just we took two broadcasters mm-hmm. and put them together for yeah, one. It month. is. It's like it's you like know? Tony Randall Un- and Jack until, until one dies. I thought you like me, Capi. I do. <laughs> I not only like you. Have uh, mucho amor para usted. No, no, so, no, no lo demuestra usted, señor. I, al- oh, no, I no. always uh, stay on Michael and encourage him to send me pictures of Roman, his grandson, because Michael and Roman are really cute together. So yesterday, Michael sent me a picture. He was teaching Roman 
how to clean up the dog poop from Rocco, Clay's dog. How did it go, Michael? Good. He, he put his hand in a little plastic bag and actually picked it up and, and, and didn't uh, make a mess of it at, at Don't all. you think that are other things more important to teach your grandson? How to pick up poop? No. Uh, more than no. pick up poop. I think that's really important. That's I think pretty honestly, far up there. That's a big thing. I mean, you right. when cool. you're walking pretty, a dog in yeah, a neighborhood. Yeah, pretty soon, Pepe, Rocco's, I mean, uh, uh, Roman's going to want independence. And one of the things with my son that gave him his independence is when he we let him walk the dog by himself, and now he walks him every yeah. single day. Oh, okay. And I said, Jack, if you don't clean up the poop, this is over. Right. Like, you're not going to be able to do it anymore. Because because Lindsay, Lindsay, you see a two-year-old picking up, learn how, learn how to pick up dog poop? Two years. I haven't seen it, but you know what? I've seen plenty of adults not pick up their dog poop, and <laughs> exactly. I think they should be fined and jailed for multiple offenses. Jesus. 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 Right. I agree. I agree with you. It's disgusting. You... Even, yeah. like, in the dog park where I live, there's at least, like, 10 or 15 poop bombs in there, and it's just like... Hello, like, what are you doing? Why are you not picking up after your dog? What's the problem? Lindsay, do you let other people walk Chewy? Yes. Um, how how young is too young? To uh, for someone else to walk someone's dog? For you to or in your mind to walk Chewy? Like if a if you had a neighbor that it, with like 10, 12 year old kid, would you let him do it, or is that too young? I, I think my nephew's twelve, and I think that's too young. But I had when I was back home in Ohio, one of my sister's like- friends. Uh, her son walked Chewy when he was like 14. I'd pay him like 20 bucks to walk him, and he was great. Boy, you pay well. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of money for, for a kid. I mean, I I'd take him out and play with him, tire him I'll out. I'll walk your dog. I, I, walk I that think dog for, for us, I'll come walk Chewy for 20 bucks. You'd have to be 30 <laughs> to walk the dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's just how serious we are about it. Is that the deal, Mace? You're 30. Once you turn 30, we'll trust you with the dog. But you know, listen, anybody who doesn't have a dog, all right? Yep. You may not understand this emotion. But when you have a dog, you love that dog so much that you are willing to pick up that dog's excrement on the spot, hot as it may be. Yep. You're mm-hmm. willing to touch that with that plastic bag. Yeah. You know, like non-dog owners are like, ugh, I would never do that. Then you get a dog and you're like, oh, my God, I love doing it. Well, I don't like doing it. I don't know about I love it. doing it, Cappy, but right. you yeah. do it. Well, all right. Yeah, I have to do it. Bergman, you have to fill for another hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, you got Phil. it in you? No. No, these guys don't <laughs> fill. Phil, Phil. These guys you, don't fill. They're going to deliver can do it. for 90 minutes. Yeah. 90 minutes of power. You know one of my favorite things that's happening on the station right now Mm. is at the end of that one commercial. You guys know that commercial? 1-800-CARS-FOR-KIDS. We've playing for 20 years. I I love at the end of it when you hear Morales' voice and he goes like this. He goes, paid for by Cars for Kids. <laughs> Should it, it be something end? else? Is, Mar- is right. Morales no, the one they, that does that? Yeah, they just they just change the sound of it just a little bit, just enough to. Hey, who, what is it? So what Chris is, can can get it. Buy cars for kids. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cappy, uh, Travis is having a party at this house tomorrow. Did you guys get the invite? Because me did, and Pappy didn't get it. Did not get the invite. Was not invited. Uh, yeah. Definitely feel insulted if I'm being honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going, Mace? I am going. Mace is going. Yeah. Johnny, I. No. I'm going. All the way down to wherever the hell he lives down there. I, was, right I by, wasn't invited. He lives right by Michael and Pepe, and they got stiffed. But know, see, you got to realize something with Cappy, though, too, is that he what? gets jealous of, of the weirdest things. Like, this is yeah, something Cappy, that, you Cappy, you would admit that, right, that you have more FOMO than most but, people. But he had FOMO because Alan Sliwa put his finger inside of Chris's mouth, and now Cappy has FOMO that it, he didn't do it. I <laughs> didn't. Well, I, it's not that I didn't, <laughs> didn't want to do it. Just I just didn't like that Sliwa did it. And then yesterday... Morales had uh, DeMarco like trying to rub out a knot in his chest. Morales like, yo, I got this Sorry, big knot. Sorry, I missed knot. that. Yeah, he's like, I got this big knot in my chest. Mm-hmm. DeMarco, can you rub this out? And like, DeMarco was like, like so yeah, weird. get off of me. I know. So <laughs> weird. Yeah. Just weird. But you were weird. jealous of that. People. A little bit. 
Yeah. Well, but then he did an he did an Instagram live the other night without me. That kind of irritated me a little bit. Who Morales did yep. an Instagram? Well, do you have to be on all of his Instagram? No, lives? it's just that it's kind of a bit that we do. You uh-huh. know, you're very territorial, yeah. Cappy, yeah. of Morales. Mm. Oh my God! Very yeah, nice. yeah. Morales, oh my God you know? is right, Mark. Oh my God. God, please. Well, my two favorite radio personalities are coming up next. Um, what about Pepe? And Pepe, Pepe, you're leaving though, aren't you? <laughs> Pepe, Pepe and I got to go to work in, my, in the new and not so much improved Chick Hearn press room. Uh, my John, two- John, and myself, we're going to work. Michael is going to see who's going to bring. The, uh, the chips. chips. Yeah, right. chips and lollipops. And yeah. uh, I don't need to tell you what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. Mace. Wait, Mace, Mace. Joyful Mace, and present, Mace. Steph Curry, you're not coming tonight? No, not tonight. I don't do the preseason. Are you coming Sunday for Giannis? Don't do the preseason. Oh, come yeah. on, man. You'll be the opening night, though. Opening night. I'm there. Opening night. Cappy will be in the suite, I'm sure, right, Cappy? Oh, you know it. You know it. All right, coming up next for you is Cappy. Along with Greg Bergman, Corporate Greg and Cappy coming up next for you. We will be back Monday at 1. Go Trojans! Go Rams! 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Yep. Yeah. Where are you, Cappy? What are you doing, Mace? Can you're I not do a part it? of this. Yeah, you know. Where's Cappy? He's here, but he can't hear, hear anything. Why? Because he can't hear anything because he didn't know he was on the air. Yeah, you're on the oh, air. Oh, you're here. We're doing the yeah. Bob Bada Bob. Do you want to start yeah, again? Do you want to hear any of it? Yeah. Do you want to do it again? Brian, can we start it again? Come on, Brian, put me in programming. No, no, hold it. Hold it. Oh, here we go. Yeah. 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 Come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cappy. Yeah, Cappy. And even to get Mace involved in that. Look at that. Well, I love the Vin Scully t-shirt today. Oh, thanks, man. 
See? Still have love for the Dodgers even after that debacle. Yeah. I know Mace. I'm glad Mace is there. He's kind of taking his time leaving the studio. He's just hanging out in here. He got very, like, offended, like as if I was attacking him personally, talking about the Dodgers. Uh, you kind of – I was talking a, a about bit. a general Major League Baseball concept – and you turned it into me whining about the Dodgers, even though I never specifically mentioned the Dodgers in that particular conversation. So you know what happened here, Mace. It's, see, Cappy is a Padres fan, even if he doesn't want He's to admit it all the time. Yeah. He's a Padres fan. Pod that, squad. That doesn't work with the Dodgers very <laughs> well. So you always, as a, a fan of not the Dodgers, you always feel like, oh, I, it's always about the Dodgers. i got to make sure that I get that little shot in on the Dodgers. That's well, that's all that was. A couple it's of fine. things here. A couple of things. One. Am I wrong? Well, yeah, here's why. Mace took the word whining and assumed I was talking about him. The, the fact is, Mace, I was talking about all the teams that lost. And by the way, not you having to speak on behalf of the Dodgers. I mean, Dave Roberts himself afterwards, like, you know, talking about the format. Mookie Betts, no comment about the format. That's, a, that's whining. You know, like, you got time off. Theoretically, that was supposed to be good for you. You were supposed to rest, rest your arms. Get out there and practice a little bit and be ready to go. But it's, what you're talking about is theoretical, and it's in practice it doesn't work. Well, clearly it doesn't work, but here's the thing. Um, the Dodgers are a team that was one of the best teams in baseball and has been one of the best teams in baseball for the last 10 years. Atlanta Braves are also an upper echelon team. They were great teams that got knocked out. Philadelphia is no joke, and Arizona is an upstart. So it's not like Baltimore is some you know team that every year you go, well, I mean, it's like the Yankees getting knocked out. It's not fair. It's bad for baseball. I mean, Baltimore's not good for baseball, per se. Why is that? Wait, Baltimore is good for baseball. No, what I'm saying is, is that they're not a market that you're like, hey, the Dodgers are out or the Yankees oh, are okay. out. Just the market I'm, size. I'm just saying that, that it's, they had a great year, the Orioles, but they didn't, they didn't play right away when the season ended, and they didn't get to catch heat. Listen, that's how the Padres last year did beat the Dodgers, is they went I to New even, York. I don't even recall that. How did well, that go down? That well, didn't actually happen. It was the pod so squad? Kinda, it you was mean, kinda, you're talking about the pod squad beat us? That's what's in. <laughs> embarrassing as that may be, embarrassing as that may be, I will only say, see, you guys are now lashing out because you guys are hurt. You guys I mean, are, maybe a little bit, you but guys it's are true. Hurt. I mean, you guys, come on, Captain. You guys are hurting. Come on. The, hey, the, that's what's in, guys. Those guys, those guys should never be allowed ever again in Petco Park, those <laughs> yeah. guys. Okay? Oh, yeah. oh they're not they local celebrities? They haven't become, like, superstars down Dude, in those San Diego? Guys, <laughs> those guys should have their, uh, their tickets revoked. <laughs> Seriously. They were superstars for a minute. Yeah. Are, they they are they the same they guys? They were superstars till they got there. Yeah, true. <laughs> are they are those the same guys that did that? What was the song that they parodied for? No, no, no. Those are some other dudes. Those are different guys. Yeah, yeah those were like little rapper the, guys. What was the song that they parodied? So it was like the Pod Squad song. Or something. Yeah. yeah. What, do you know? There's what I'm plenty talking of. About? No, no, By no, the way, we'll there's play plenty play of bad Dodger oh, songs out there too. too. That's what, what. What was it? That's what. It's about Slam Diego Did you like those kids? Because no. those were kids. Oh, actually, I do like those guys. Those guys are funny. Those guys are funny. That, but hey, listen, that was gone. Can I just say, because I'm leaving, but yeah, I, I just wanted okay, to jump bye. in one thing. Next week, mm -hmm. we get to do these little oh, yeah. uh, overlap shows, yeah. the combo oh, yeah. plates. Slam Diego yeah. Oh, God, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. So, so that means that... Our show will overlap with Travis and Slee, and we'll overlap with Shadano and Cap. No, no? Travis is no. You, you were close. I'm like, in no, the ballpark. No, You're in the ballpark. No, yeah, not going to overlap. S 
Travis and Slee, completely normal. Oh. Nothing changes. Nothing changes. Okay. You, right. Mason, and Ireland will go till 3 o'clock, and then you can hang out as long as you want. John will leave immediately. No, John's going to hang out, I heard. No, yeah, that's not happening. No, I heard So at 3 o'clock, the second out. it hits 3, he's yeah. out the door. He, he will leave. You're and right. then okay. at, from 3 to 5 is Sedano yeah. and Cap. Yeah. But Mason is allowed to kind of hang out as long as you feel like afterwards yeah. to make okay. it a full-on. Like today. You know, it's the, it's the combo platter. And does yeah. Sedano know this? Like, have we cleared this with Sedano? Yes, Sedano is completely aware on this because everybody is aware. Everybody is aware. There was a group text sent out earlier today. No, there was, but I mean, I do feel like Sedano uh, may not necessarily go for that. I can't go for that. Listen, I'm happy to do two hours if Sedano's not into it. I can hit the door at three with you, John. You know what? You're allowed to go, but I think you should stay and I hang like out it. with Sedano like and Cap. Combo platter. I mean, yeah. I will Combo say platter. Morales is the only person who replied to the group text. He he really is. He's Lindsay, very excited. You didn't reply to the group text. I didn't reply. Well, I, I feel like you know, for, I feel like we've already discussed this. You know, we've as a group, discussed it a few times. Yeah, I felt like it was know. something where like the talent could even give it a little thumbs up, yeah. like like the text. You know, <laughs> and, and <laughs> see, uh, that's a good I'll point, go Lindsay, because both Sedano and you, Scott Kaplan. Text me all day for yesterday and the day before and this morning and three weeks ago. What are we doing next week? What are we doing next week? And I told you and nothing. Not even like, okay, cool, thanks. I got it. So you feel like a reply is needed? I, th- I feel like a pro- reply okay. would be nice. Right. I think all I right. deserve Hold on a second. that. Let me, after, yeah. uh, let me go reply. Yeah, I would like, I would I'll like go reply to the text you right can, now. You can still. <laughs> ever happen to in my life. Okay. <laughs> Send Good. it, Mace. Good, everybody. Done. I want Greatest them all. Greatest thing oh, to ever happen in my life. I love there it. it is. I love it. Here, you know yeah. what? I'm, I'm going to actually reply to that. There's a heart. You get a heart on that. Okay, hold on. I'm replying as well. I want to see what Cappy writes. Yep. Okay, hold on. I don't know if John text. won't reply, and that's okay, John. I see you walking by, but you don't okay. have to. Oh, John's still here? <laughs> yeah, he's going that <laughs> he's way. By. He's going to the sales site. Okay. Oh, I, I have replied. Can't wait. Am I Bart, Bart Scott Voigt? Okay, yeah. you get a good one here. You guys know, know that one? You, you don't get a heart. Wait. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, you don't get can't a heart. Wait. You're going to get a Bart Scott exclamation point. points. Yeah. You get exclamation yeah. points because I like it so much. Very nice. give that thumbs down. No, thumbs down. I don't like that. You're no. thumbs downing the Bart me. Bart Scott voice thumbs is great. Down. Do we have that? What yeah, is that... the Bart Scott voice? Can't wait. I just looked and I like. How do we not have that? I don't, I don't even have, have to remember that. like uh, Mace. They, I think he was playing for the Jets at the time, and I think the next week they were going on to play the Patriots in I want to say the AFC Championship game. And Sal Palantonio from ESPN is like, "You're going to play against the Patriots in the AFC Championship game next week. What do you think?" And Bart Scott goes, "Can't wait. Can't wait." Yeah, it was a great line. It was yeah. used over and over again on national sports radio. You okay, I changed it to a question mark. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's better. Don't, don't fully. That's understand. good because then, like George, being you know out today, is going to see this and be like, "What's going on?" He's, he's, he's going just going to get a bunch yes. of text messages coming through. He's like, "So are we doing this or not?" Leave me alone. And now Greg is going to get more questions because he's going to be like, "So wait, now are we doing it or not?" Because <laughs> no, Mason, que- Mason questioned it. Now, George's George's story is going to be: I was interviewing the head coach from Montana, and my phone was going off. <laughs> I forgot to turn it on to silence. Uh, hey, guys, I'm leaving. Have fun. Have a great weekend. Bye, Mace. Have a good weekend. Enjoy Travis House. Bye, Mace. Yeah. So let me tell you something, Bergie, about this whole Dodger thing. You know? This whole Dodger thing. Yeah, because it is a thing. It is a thing. And and today today I would call it an aftermath. Okay? So I got a buddy of mine who is hardcore, lifelong Dodger fan. And he hits me up this afternoon with a, a series of texts. And he's telling me, he goes, hey, listen. You cannot fire Dave Roberts, right? This is what he's hitting me with. And I'm like, well, I don't know what's going to happen here, but I don't think he's going to get fired. And he writes me back. He goes, 
Dude, they won 100 games, and they won the division by 16 games. Did they really need to do more? And then his next line was, pitching injuries are a big part. They picked up Yarborough and Lance Lynn, who are both all right. He goes, and you can't win with Mookie and Freddie going one for 21. So I said something. He said, what's the Braves' excuse? And I said, the Braves' excuse is they're soft. The Braves are just soft. Did you watch any of the Philadelphia Atlanta series? So I want you to know that baseball ended on Wednesday, and after that is now it's just winter ball. Okay, I feel you. But the Braves, the kid who's the shortstop I for the Braves, along. who got who got Orlando Arcia. He's the guy that said, you know, add a boy Harper, mm-hmm. yep. and that blew up into a whole thing, right? Yep. And last night in Philly, the fans are giving it to him, and the kid turns around. If you're watching YouTube, you'll see what I'm doing. He holds his thumbs in his ears, and he's waving his fingers, right? And he's sticking out his tongue. <laughs> and, and Ronald Acuna has to, like, turn him around and go, yo, man, don't pay attention to these people. They are soft, the Atlanta Braves. So I said that to him, that they're soft. And you know what he came back to me and said? He said, What's that? you know what, then? The Dodgers are soft, too. He said, Why? because as much as I love Mookie and as much as I love Freddie, neither guy has the Mamba mentality. That's the words he used. Huh. And you know what I thought to myself? I said, you know what? Everybody blames Dave Roberts. He didn't get him fired up. He didn't get him to run through a brick wall. But, but where is two MVP candidates to have a get-on-my-back sort of mentality? Where was that? Okay, so I think there's a lot more to it than, than you're actually getting into. You're, you're putting Dave Roberts in a situation of just this series, that we're asking for Dave Roberts' head because of just this series. And we got to go to break, but I want to explain to you why not. Next. Okay, all right, all right. Well, listen, um, the aftermath of the Dodgers. That's right, 24 to 36 to 40-ish hours after the fact. The Dodger aftermath continues. Plus, coming up, got to get into USC Notre Dame. Definitely want to get into the Rams and the Cardinals and so much more. Bergie's in for Shidano. It's Shidano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Come on. Let me tell you something right now. I love this song. When it's Saturday night and you get out of the shower, you turn this song in the bathroom and you just rock this song. And it doesn't matter what you look like or what you're wearing or not wearing. doesn't matter how you feel about the way you look. Just turn this song on. And it's jam time. It feels great for this song. I, I, Rock With You was always one of my favorites. I think probably my favorite, but this one always gets you going. You know what they call this, Greg? What? It's a banger. Oh, it is a banger. Absolutely totally. a banger. That's right. Corporate Greg is in the house today for yeah, shit on him. Shortened show leading up to Lakers pregame basketball. Oh. So, Bergie, yes. we, were, we were just chatting about the, the aftermath of the Dodgers, and you were saying that you and Dodger fans, those who bleed the blue. Yes, sir. It's not about calling for Dave Roberts' head today. You are about to say it's deeper than that. It is deeper than that. So, it's, it's absolutely not on Dave Roberts for this series alone. I don't want Dave Roberts fired for this specific series by itself. Mm-hmm. I thought he actually did an amazing job in game two. He managed the hell out of that game in game two. They'd lost, but that wasn't their fault. <clears throat> that was the 
actual hitter's fault. That was Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman's fault for not coming through when you need it. You mean like when you have bases loaded and you strike out looking? Yeah, yeah, those types yeah. of things. That's like late what, in the game, those are the types. Like of, yeah, yeah, right. those yeah. are the types of things that is on you at that mm-hmm. point. But Dave Roberts made a bunch of mistakes that he in game three in a do or die game that shows you what type of manager he is when he uses his gut. His gut said, I'm going to leave Lance Lynn to give up seven home runs, or sorry, four home runs in one inning. His gut says, oh, I'm going to listen to the numbers and go with a lefty-righty matchup in Austin Barnes with the bases loaded when I just or when I just got two uh, runs across with um, Chris Taylor and Kike Hernandez in righty-righty matchups. He decided not to stick with David Peralta or go to um, <clears throat> James Outman. He went with a righty batter because he was a righty-lefty matchup. That was a mistake. You just, it doesn't matter about the matchup at the time. You put in your best hitters to get you a hit, and he didn't do that. But it's it's overarching. It's a bigger thing. Did you know that there's six, six times in the history, the history of baseball, Scott, mm-hmm. that a team has lost in the postseason to a team that was 15 games or worse, or worse than them? Mm-hmm. There's three times in the last three years it was the Dodgers. So six times total the last three years by the Dodgers. Okay, That goes on to Dave Roberts. That goes on to his resume. He has made mistake after mistake in the postseason when he uses his actual gut. When it comes to the regular season, he's amazing because you don't have to do that much in the regular season. Cappy, you specifically, just you, if I gave, if I told you you're now the manager of the Dodgers, this exact team, exact pitching staff, all of that stuff, the only thing you have to do is fill out the lineup card, give it to the umpire at the beginning of the game, and then do absolutely nothing. You win 85 to 90 games. Okay, it I doesn't do matter in the regular season. Okay, I get it. But listen, here's what I'm saying. From top to bottom, I call this an organizational failure. I don't just call this a managerial failure. Your criticisms, you may have legit points about using Austin Barnes in that situation. Terrible. You may have a completely legitimate point. And by the way, that seems to be a very popular opinion. As for keeping Lance Lynn out there, he's given up solo shots, and you just don't think you've got that much left? That's another decision that certainly can be nitpicked. No question about it. It's not a nitpick. Hold on. I just want to stop you. It's not a nitpick. There is no way there's any person in this world that says, after that second home run, you leave him in the game. Yeah. Um but we don't really have like metrics on that. That's just kind of like a big opinion. You know what I'm no. saying? Well, right. What do you mean, but no. You, no, no, it is. It is just an, <laughs> okay. Sure, it could be opinion. But you always get angry with analytics. But it's you know who he is. You know who Lance Lynn is. I agree with you. Forty-four so, home runs in the regular season, and you let him continually give up home runs. And you saw him give up sixteen of them after they traded for him. Exactly. So look, I get it. These are these are all legitimate managerial gripes. All I'm saying is is that. This past offseason, when everybody was talking about how the Padres won the offseason, guess what? The Dodgers were still favored to win the division. The Dodgers were still favored. Uh, do you, do you have well, that? I don't, were they? I think, yeah, absolutely. I think the go Padres back. were favored. No, no, no. I'm the pretty Padres, sure the Padres were no, favored. You go do the research. Right. I already did okay. it. Listen. Okay. The, the Padres were favored by MLB.com to win the World Series. They got drunken by all the offseason moves. So all I'm saying is that if you go back to the very beginning of the year and you look at the Vegas odds for World Series, you will see that the Dodgers are ahead of the Padres and the Dodgers were favored to win the division. And they still won 100 games. All I'm getting at is this, is that they didn't go spend a ton of money in the offseason last year. They decided to pick up guys here, pick up Martinez, pick up Peralta. They'll pick up guy here, pick Noah Syndergaard. They were trying to just kind of piece it all together because they thought they were, hey, we're still really good. They were really good. They won over 100 games. 
So they didn't win the offseason. The Padres did. And the Padres didn't do anything during the regular season. And the Dodgers did. And so the Dodgers are a much, much better organization. And I looked at their clubhouse all year long and I heard, well, this is such a close-knit group and we're a bunch of gritty fighters out there and we had a $276 million payroll and they made it seem like, like they, they had like the same payroll as the Diamondbacks did. They didn't. They still spent a ton of money. All I'm getting at is from top to bottom, the general manager did not provide as much talent this past offseason and did not restock that team and, and give it what it needed at the All-Star break. That's all I'm saying. Well, they didn't, and they made it an abs- They made a decision. They said they were not going to do anything. They're going to go after the little pieces like Yarbrough, like you were mentioning, and Lance Lynn and those types of guys, and Ahmed Rosario, who they just decided not to put onto the roster for whatever reason, and for Colton Wong, which is an awful, also a bad decision, that is on the top. That's in Andrew Friedman's fault. But they went through all those because they wanted to get Shohei Otani. They wanted to keep their their. They wanted to stay under the luxury tax, which I don't which think they, they didn't do. Which they, they did, did not, not do. Which they did not do right. exactly. So if you're going to go over the luxury tax, just go over right. it and make and that's, make it happen. That, that's exactly right. So, and by but, the way, but, if you if you may have if in your mind you thought, hey, I think we're good enough the way we are, and if we don't win the World Series, hey, at least we didn't go spend a whole bunch of money, but we've got all that money left over for Otani. Do you think anybody in that front office was going? We don't have to win the World Series this year. We just don't need to spend a lot this year because we need to save that money for Otani, and then we'll go win a bunch of World Series. If that, if anybody ever said that, Bergie, yep. guess what? Dave Roberts and Andrew Freeman ain't going anywhere. No, well, most likely not. But, see, this is why I don't think – I know you're trying to get to – it feels like you're trying to get to it's Andrew Freeman's fault and Andrew Freeman to go – I'm not saying it's and Andrew Freeman's fault. I'm saying that if you think that Dave Roberts should be fired, I think both guys should be fired. Okay, so I'm going to tell you why not. So – Yes, yes to Dave Roberts because you need a different voice in the room. You need somebody else that can – and sometimes it just needs a change. And that seems like right now is that time. Andrew Friedman, you can't. And mostly because he's the one that built all of this. He built the farm system. He built the he, he built a 100-win team every single year while keeping the farm system at a top five level. That doesn't happen in baseball very often. There's not a lot of guys that can still do that. Totally so, fair. So that you can now bring – other people like James Outman and Ryan Pepio and Bobby Miller, and you yep. can have guys that are just ready to come up. That happens with the guy that built everything. Okay, totally fair. But let me just say this. Your point about sometimes a team needs a new voice, yep. I'll buy that. You got me. I'll yep. buy that. I'll give you an example. When Tony Dungy was the coach of the Buccaneers, yep. a nice guy, wasn't he? Sure, I, I don't like this whole nice guy thing, but yes, you're right. He's, he's a nice guy, isn't he? Yep. Tony, That's what people guy. think of Tony Dungy. Great nice guy. guy. He's a really nice guy. Well, you know what they needed? They Clay needed Helton kind of a, was a nice guy. They need right. So what? What did the Bucks need back then? They needed somebody else to come in and kick a little ass. They hired John Gruden. Yep. And John Gruden took Tony Dungy's team and he won a Super Bowl. I'm not saying you're wrong. No. And maybe think another one here, Lakers. I mean, it's it's not apples to apples. There's a lot of different things in there. But Dell Harris in the '90s had LeBron, had Shaq and Kobe, and they would lose to Utah, lose to Utah, bring in Phil Jackson, win three titles. I'm not saying that there's not validity to what you're saying. I'm just telling you that these two guys are connected because here's the thing. If three years in a row, if three years in a row, these guys have gotten knocked out of the postseason in the first round and in their record over the over the last three years in the postseason, check me on this, 3-13, and 13, right? Yeah. If that's their record in the postseason over the last three years, after year one you go, what, what didn't go right here? And then after year two, when, you, when you're beaten by the Padres, a team you look down on. Yep. Gosh, this is two years in a row. Things don't be something's wrong here. What are we doing wrong here? And then you get to year three, the the Arizona Diamondbacks. That's even worse than the Padres. 
I mean, at least the Padres went out and spent money. I, I okay? get it. I get so, it. So, so now it's three years in a row. Three hmm. years in a row, the organization did not get it done. You just made the argument to not bring back Dave. No, I made the argument to get rid of both of them. Okay, I see. But like I said before, you can't get rid of the guy that built the whole thing. Well, he hasn't succeeded, has he? Well, I mean, they have the one, but he oh, come on, they both come do. On, no, no, one. I know. But you, but you have the pieces in place. And when he, when they wanted, when they wanted to go after Machado, they went out and got Machado. When they wanted Scherzer and Turner, they got those guys. It was something that you had to do to help try and make your team better. It may not have worked, and they may have left. I think that's what we have to figure out: is why these t- these guys are leaving. Well, why does Trey Turner not want to be here? Why does Corey Seager not want to be here? Both great questions. Why, yeah. Why do they not want to be here and win and take the money? If all things are are equal. Equal, we probably offered um, Corey Seager that amount of money, the, the same amount of money, or I would assume so. Trey Turner, they said that they offered him the same amount of money that they that was being in in, in Philly. They both didn't want to be here, and I think that's what we have to figure out what's going well, on here, why okay. they want what to about, go. What okay, about wait, Justin Verlander? Last... Why didn't he want to come here? Yeah, Justin Verlander did not want to come. I mean, it, it, I'm Anthony but Rendon is, is different. Anthony Rendon is different because he fell apart, but he didn't want to be here either. Okay. Eduardo Rodriguez did not want to come here at the trade deadline. What is happening that these guys are but not those... wanting to be here is the question. Seager and Turner in particular, Trey Turner. What did they do to replace those guys? They, well, Seager and Turner, it was Turner that... that okay, right. That, so so Turner replaced Seager. And then Lux, and then, and then Lux was supposed on, to be the but guy. But Gavin Lux was not... I, I agree with you. I don't so think... That, I thought I think he was just a guy, with. if you want to get back into that conversation. All but, I'm getting at is this, Bergie. All I'm saying is this. For everybody that wants Dave Roberts fired, you're putting it on one guy. It's 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 almost because you just want a scapegoat. That's well, all. Well, it's it's not so much a scapegoat, but a, a different voice in the room. And you're not getting rid of the guy at the top that built everything. That's my whole point. The as guy much at as the top who built everything, he that is has not. Only he won is one not the manager. Even if, if people, even if people think, yeah, but they, but you build everything to keep that team being a, for 162, 62 games as good as they are, and hold a top five farm system in baseball is just not something that you just find on the side of the street I'm you can find you can find a manager that will still get you 85 90 95 100 wins that can all happen but I, you don't find the guy that's going to be able to build your franchise okay well listen the aftermath continues listen to the anger oh listen ooh, to the anger Ooh, i think that was just you know having conversation well no no but it's just the, the bleeding of the blue yeah you know what i'm saying i and do the passion that's, and the that's why i'm wearing the vin scully shirt I and have him tattoo, uh, tattooed on my arm how I about feel that you. I, I think it's great all right listen stick around everybody With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I know it's very controversial to say this to people, and people don't like to hear it. But I'm, a, I'm more of a Sammy Hagar guy. That's and I love say. David Lee Roth, and I love Van Halen in the early days. But I got soured on David Lee later when he came back to the band, and he forgot the words to Panama at a concert that I was at. <laughs> Don't they just say Panama the whole time? Yep. That's what I was so upset about. He literally stopped the band, and he was like, man, I forgot the words. And I'm like six rows back, and I'm going, Dave, come on. And he, he actually like literally was like, he started yelling at people, hey, you guys should be lucky I know any of these words. It's 25 years later. I'm like, bro, the words are Panama. <laughs> See, can, I, can you want to be a little upset with me right now? I don't know the difference in the songs of the different singers. Oh, my God. They're not I don't, I don't I, Well, I just don't know which ones sing the, which song. Well, I know Van Halen. I, I know these songs. On. I know this song, and I know Panama, and I know a bunch right, of the other but, ones. But, but wait, if I, if you, you mean to tell me that if I took David Lee Roth Van Halen songs, and I took Sammy Hagar Van Halen songs, yep. and I played one, and I said, who's singing? You would not know? I would not know which wow. one is which. Wow. Okay. Not all. I mean, maybe it's, I, look, I was an 80s baby of, I was born in 83, so when were these songs coming out? Okay. You uh, you know about uh, Degrassi? I, I know what Degrassi is, <laughs> but I never watched it. And I knew that Drake was on Degrassi. Yeah, but no clue that what Degrassi was yesterday. <laughs> it was on Nick, you, right? It was on yeah. Nickelodeon? Yeah, it was. Yeah. What are you talking yeah. about? What's Degrassi? It, it was very funny because he's like, what is that, a pasta? <laughs> yeah, like what is that? It sounds like a nice dish. Is it something in Pan's? Canada? It is something in Canada. Yeah, it was funny. Degrassi. Degrassi, yeah. Hey, can I have your back a little bit, Cappy? Whoa, whoa, hold on. Time yeah, out. No, Stop. I'm going to have hold your on. back. Nobody ever has my back. I know. I think I want to have your back. In what capacity do you have my back before here. you have it? Well, no, here. I'm going to have it. Brian, it's Brian Cohen's in today from Mason, Ireland. Brian Cohen's here. Uh, can you play that what I asked for? Sedano and Cap for your afternoon drive. The fun way to drive home on 710. Why are you right. looking at what I'm liking on Instagram? Yeah, that's Wrong creepy as hell, so bro. That's so weird. That is weird. Laura. I thought they stopped to do that. Is it sus? It's sus. It's sauce on the side. It's a little weird. A I mean, little? I guess it's a little. I mean, a, a little lot. bit. A lot of weird. Oh, for reals? The LA Afternoon Takeover. Oh, I, love, I love when Sedano yells this. You hear Sedano, he goes, Laura! He's just looking for somebody to back him <laughs> Someone up. Someone to back him up. Just please back me up. You found somebody that's going to back you up now. Because I, when I go through, when I scroll through Instagram, and I'm going down and just looking at everything, this one right here says, liked by Mr. Jason Roberts. That it, This one says, liked by, you know, some, somebody else. It says, it'll say, liked oh, by CMM. Like by? Liked by CMM Spectra. Spectrum, liked by Miss Carla 13, liked by somebody that I follow. It says mm -hmm. it right there yes. for me. Right. So it's not that I'm looking for that. Yeah. I just see it because right. I'm scrolling through Instagram. Right. So I have your back because that's not sus in the slightest. It's not hella sus. It's, it's not, not hella sus. sussy sus with sus sauce on the There's side. There's no susness at all. Right. I know, but it's like so. Well, here's Tracy what happens. Tracy Murray 3. Look. You may actually see something on Instagram that you don't follow because somebody that you followed actually liked it. Correct. And then you're like, oh, I'm seeing that because CMM Spectrum likes that. Uh, it's a public forum. 
exactly. I would never follow Insta 80s, 90s, but my friend Brandon Brandon Pialee does, so I'm going to look at it too. It happens that way. I know. I am fully on your side with this. Thank you. I appreciate that because once George heard that and he was like, oh man, that that doesn't sound right. That doesn't. And then he's like, Laura. And of course, Laura's like, whatever you say, George. Yes, sus. Yes, it's sus. So now have I swayed you, Lindsay? I Come think on, in baseball. the context that Cap was saying it, I think it is a little weird because he goes, I noticed you guys both liked some of these things on Instagram. Or it was like, he he and you both liked this thing of mine on Instagram. No, so, no, here's what happened. I'll tell you what happened. I was going to a dinner on Wednesday night. Uh, that was uh, Drew Brees was, was doing a, a talk on Wednesday night. And the guy who organized it is a guy named Dave Meltzer. And I've known David for years. And I have happened to notice, because he's a viral Instagram business coach. And I noticed, I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that Spectrum, CNN, CNN, whatever. um, (laughs) CNN Spectrum. Right. I didn't realize that Morales knows Dave and follows Dave and likes his stuff. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And so, yes, I was saying to the guys, I was like, yeah, I'm going to this event tomorrow night. Time out. Yeah. If you would have explained it exactly the way you just did, <laughs> it doesn't exactly sound as creepy. It. No, it's not. You said, so I'm going to this dinner with this guy. You guys uh, both like a lot of the same things on Instagram. No, that I sounds kind of weird. Like you're I, like straight up like nope. looking at his mm-hmm. likes on Instagram. Okay. Nope. I listen to the I show every single- specific about who it was. Okay. Very specific. I listen to the show every single day. Now, was Cap trying to explain it and somebody jumped in on him and- he had to stop explaining it I to think, explain another thing. I mean, didn't it, didn't it just happen in the promo? Did did it, did that part happen? Yeah, I mean, listen to it. Like he's yeah, play tr- it back, but, play but, back. But, just but the it beginning. also doesn't say what he did. Yeah. Oh, Sedano and Cap for your afternoon drive. The fun way to drive home on seventeen. Why are you right. looking at what I'm liking on Instagram? Yeah, that's Wrong creepy. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> he, we did not get the context. Right. So what happened was what happened. I was saying. No, I'm gonna go back and pull it. You should go back and pull it because I was saying, hey, I'm going to this event drew Brees and dave Meltzer, and i said and i said you guys know dave because i see that you guys like a lot of his stuff on instagram and once i said that that was it morales thought like i violated some code of instagram or something yeah even though you saying it the way that you just said it is different than how you first explained it (laughs) all right well let's i'll tell you what let's go to the audio tape check the tape but cappy i got your back on that there's absolutely nothing wrong it's not sus in the slightest I do the same thing. I see it. I see, and I see CMM Spectrum all the time. I don't like it because he likes it, but I see it. So well, I'm I, with you. I, I'm when with you, you told, buddy. When you just said at the beginning of the segment that you were going to have my back on something, I did not know that that's what you were going to have my back on. Uh-huh. Do you want me to know? You want me to tell you what I thought you were going to have my back on? What's that? So I was getting a bunch of crap the other day from everybody because you know I got kicked out of the Canelo Alvarez circle. Well, that's just obvious. You know that was going to happen. I I got kicked out of the Genie Bus circle, which I told <laughs> of, that story. Of course. Okay. And um, and then I got kicked out of another circle most recently, and everybody was giving me a hard time. Who did you send Tequila Mandala to? Did you get I, kicked out of that circle? I did not. I, I sent that to Jim Nance. Oh, yeah. Jim, you didn't get kicked out of the Jim Nance circle. I probably would have gotten kicked out of the Jim Nance circle had I taken the video that Jim sent, and if I would have shared it on Instagram or if I would have put it out there in the world, Jim probably would have been like, yo, man, that was just me to you, bro. That I don't, I don't. I, mean, I, I saw that video. How did I see that video? You didn't send it to I me. I must have shown it to you. I must have said, hey, check this out. This oh, is pretty oh, cool. Oh, you know what? That's probably what happened, but okay. I would not have known otherwise. So, so I never there, saw it either, Cap, by the way. Okay. Well, where was I, though? I was, I was getting kicked <laughs> out of circles for some reason. There was a third circle I was just kicked <laughs> out of, and I'm trying to remember what happened here. But 
Anyway, now I don't. So <laughs> now I don't. all right, Lindsay's <laughs> gonna go back and find it. I'm telling you, I'm yeah. right on this one, man. I think I think you're absolutely right on this one. So do you want to talk about uh, USC though? Well, I do want to get into USC. I want to get into USC Notre Dame. Uh, let me say this about USC Notre Dame. Look. We all think Notre Dame, because of the way they got spanked last week by Louisville, that they're probably not very good, right? Right. I mean, I'm guessing most people did not see Notre Dame, Louisville last week. I happen to be watching a little bit of that game. To see Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. to see them spank Notre Dame the way they did makes me think Notre Dame's not very good. But when you're USC and you're... You're good, but you're not great. Not yet. Got grinched. You have one side of the ball that's premier. Maybe the best offense in all of college football. Certainly the best player in all of college football. But your defense, you talk about sussy sus with sus sauce on the side. That's that USC defense. That's number one. So that doesn't do you don't think that that defense is going to allow what is Sam Howell, is that his name, to just throw all over them? Like, oh, I do think that. That is exactly what. No matter that you lost to Louisville, they let Arizona have that lead and should have won the game. Like this no, is no question. This is something that this Alex Grinch is just not getting it done. Well, again, we can all blame coaches, okay? But you look at that USC defense, and it's kind of put together each year through the transfer portal, and it just doesn't seem like something that's being built from high school players that spend three or four years, and you know. There is a problem with that the defensive side of the ball. And by the way, you can go back into Lincoln Riley's history and you can go look at his years at Oklahoma. Those defenses weren't great either. All I'm saying is this. Well, then that, that's, a whole, that's a whole problem with the transfer portal. You're getting a whole bigger conversation. Yeah, no, no. I'm not going to get into that mm-hmm. conversation here. All I'm going to say is this. Don't discount Notre Dame just because they lost to Louisville last week. They're go- USC has to go to Notre Dame. That is a hostile environment. Many of these kids, I'm telling you, you could read articles about these USC players. Are like, hey, this is my dream. That's why I came to USC. I wanted to play Notre Dame at Notre Dame. Right. This is a big stage. And USC has been close a couple of times. Colorado, they almost let them back in the game. Arizona, they are lucky. I mean lucky to have escaped with that game. I'm worried about USC in this game. That's you, all I'm trying to get at. You should be worried about USC in this game because that defense is absolutely terrible. No matter what Steve Mason says, saying that it's a sneaky good defense, it's not. When you give up 40 points a game, you do not have a good defense. So, I mean, I I would be very, very worried. Whatever. Do we know what the actual spread is? It's like minus three right now for Notre Dame because it's in Notre Dame. That's pretty – I would have said minus three for USC. Minus but listen, three for – even on the road with a team yeah. that they can't, you can't defend at because, all? Because Notre Dame had just lost to Louisville, and be, I'm trying to think know, like a line home? maker here. By the way, this is an amazing weekend. Amazing weekend of college football because Oregon plays Washington. Oh, that game's going to be great. That's the earlier game in the day. Mm-hmm. And even UCLA has a big game against Oregon State. Can I talk about UCLA? I mean, we have to go to break, but can I talk about their defense is fantastic. All right, we'll, we'll get to a little bit more college football. I want to get into the Rams and the Raiders as well. Notre Everybody Dame minus stick two around. Okay, everybody stick around. What we all need to know next, this is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. What we need to know is being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. One thing you need to know is that Corporate Greg, yes, sir. the manager of audio operations, Mao. is in the house today for Sedano. Sedano. I'm going to watch Sedano's game tomorrow night. I don't know how exactly. I don't know where I'll be. 
But I like the whole, you know, next level down, Montana versus Idaho. I like that level of college football. You rarely see it on TV. You rarely get an announcer like George, so I'll be in on that tomorrow. Just support George a little bit. I'll yeah. be at Disneyland not doing that, so that's that'll well, be you be there tomorrow night, huh, because it's a late game tomorrow. Oh, late game? Yeah, it's I probably like the 7 p.m. game. Yeah. Huh? So we'll it's see. like after we'll the see. USC game. Oh, okay. Oh, that's late, late. Tell you what, man, if you are trying to uh, watch college football tomorrow, you got that Oregon-Washington game at 1230. Then you've got the USC-Notre Dame game, I think, at 430. Somebody can check me on that. Who do that's you a, got in that game? That's a good day. Which game? The, uh, Washington is minus three at home. Let me do what you need oh, to know. Oh, my. Yeah, I thought, need, I thought that was to know? The, No, that wasn't what we need to know. No, you no, said no. it was what you need to know. Come on, baseball. <laughs> that was what you was. said, well, Cap started going, well, what you, what you need to know first before <laughs> Lindsay does what you need to know. <laughs> I, I'd rather hear what you in the house. Is what I want to talk about, which is fine. But also, what you need to know is this, because I think this is great. So, former NFL receiver and five-time Pro Bowler Steve Smith Sr. was working sideline coverage ahead of Thursday night's game between the Chiefs and Broncos when Smith and Denver receiver Jerry Judy had an apparent exchange off-camera. Well, then, when it came time for Steve Smith to go on the air, he explained what went down from his perspective and proceeded to kind of go off on uh, Jerry, uh, Judy. This is I called out to him because uh, on my podcast, Cut To It, I just talked about guys that maybe have not um, showed up in a way or in a manner. And so the word that I've used uh, to describe him in the past was a jag, just a guy. Just a guy. And so when I saw him, he's playing well. I wanted to say to him face-to-face, like, hey, I know I said some things in the past I probably shouldn't have, and I'm sorry. That's what I wanted to say to him. His response, Mike Rob and Bucky, you can was you can ninja. Ninja? Yes, I'm using the word ninja. That's, I'm just using the word ninja. I don't mess with you. And it was a, it was a curse word. And so I was like, all right, and then he repeated it. So I'll say it again. I'm sorry that I said you were a jag, just a guy who's an average wide receiver that you a first-round pick on that isn't doing anything. I hope today that you actually show up in a way that you haven't showed up in the last couple years since they drafted you. So if you ever got a problem with Agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver that they eventually will move on. And when teams call me and ask him, should they trade for you? I will say no, don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism from people who watch specifically, can he be a wide receiver? He could be a wide receiver. He's a tier three. Go back into the studio. I'm done now. Thank you. Wow, tier three. So great. So, so remember, Bergie, remember last week or the week before there was that whole argument about Rodney Harrison calling Zach Wilson trash? Yeah, he didn't call him trash. He called his play trash. No, okay. no, no. That was the argument was that it, if he said he was playing like trash, it would be okay. But it was that he called him trash, and that's why it wasn't okay. But that being said, what, what we just heard, yep. isn't that like even beyond? Yep. That's absolutely beyond. He was going directly at him. And actually, I still don't have any problem with it. No, I liked it. And the whole thing about ninjas, I mean, what are we talking here? Like, like mutant ninjas yeah, or what? Yeah, what yeah. are we talking Turtles. here? Turtles. Remember we went through this last yeah, time? Yeah, I mean, I the on, other day somebody talked turtles. to us about ninjas or something. It was teenage mutant ninja I don't know, that's kind turtles. of a weird thing. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So then, did you see what Jerry Judy was doing during a lot of this? Because they came back to him. Jerry Judy was, like, dancing behind... 
there when they were do, they were doing another report and Jerry Judy's dancing and then they asked Jerry Judy after the game and he made it seem like he had no idea anything about it. No, he knew everything about it. And by the way, Jerry Judy is just a guy. He did nothing. I, last night he had what three catches? Three catches for, for fourteen like, yards. Fourteen yards. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's just a guy. I mean, your mm-hmm. quarterback's terrible, but still, you have that's that nothing that he has done over the last what has he been here three four years? He's done nothing at all. He is just a guy. I love it, man. Steve so do Smith. I. Steve Smith saying what he wants to say on TV. Give me and, honesty. And and Jerry Judy standing behind him dancing. Did you guys see what I'm talking about? I'm telling yeah. you, they come back to him later in the show, and he is literally dancing and rapping behind them, like making his presence felt. And then when they went to him at the end of the game, not knowing what they're talking about, he's just lying. Like at least if you're if if Steve Smith is going to be honest while they're out there, then Jerry Judy should be honest too and be like, yeah, I was dancing, I was rapping behind him, I heard all of that. Great. And then you have exactly. a little and then you have a little you know fight. That's what we want. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, there you go. That's what you need to know. It's being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. Hey, speaking of the NFL, mm-hmm. so a couple of games this weekend that I know I'm really interested in. Obviously, the Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. I think the Rams are going to win this game. I think the Rams are going to even their record to 3-3. Three and three. There are a lot of injuries in the Arizona secondary. Mm-hmm. And even on offense, the Cardinals don't have you know, Kyler Murray. I mean, it's, it's been the whole season so far. But and Josh Dobbs has done, just a, fi- has done a fine job, especially with fine. Marquise Brown. He is fine. Uh, but they just lost their best running back this past week to an injury. They just had to put him on IR, James Conner. What's the name of the guy that they brought that is the backup? He actually played decently well. They're saying, like, pick him up in fantasy type of thing. Well, I'm just going to say this. When you have your top running back out, Mm -hmm. when you have a backup quarterback who is your starter, when you have injuries in your secondary, and you don't have a team that has a great, great pass rush, I would think this week that the Rams should be able to win this game. However... I don't know that I like the Rams to cover seven points. See, if you're not covering seven points, then there's still that opportunity to lose. And I look, I, I know where the Rams station. I believe them. I think they're going to win also. But Arizona has been fighting in, with every single team besides San Francisco last weekend, every single team, and beat one of the best defenses in the league in Dallas, and we're all over them. So I, I think this is going to be a tougher game than what we are kind of thinking at the beginning of the year you thought Arizona oh, they're trying to lose they're trying to tank for for Caleb Williams they're playing much better than what the than what we thought I think they're actually playing better than Kyler Murray they had with Kyler Murray because he was pretty bad last year I would say that Arizona has the same sort of fight with mm-hmm. a team that doesn't have a great roster mm-hmm. just to say the same way the Rams have I so mean, it's Ra- pretty even then I think so the Rams lost to San Francisco they're the class of the of the league they lost to Philadelphia, who's still unbeaten. It was in the Super Bowl last year. And they lost to Cincinnati, which is really uh, oh, considered a contender in the AFC. Yeah, but they weren't very good when they played Cincinnati. Cincinnati was not playing well. They Joe played, Burrow was not ready. They played three teams that are all playoff caliber teams, and those three games are the games that they lost. And you're right, by the way. Joe Burrow was hardly at his best. So, look, I, I think this is a much closer game. It's a division game between two teams that are trying to grind it out right now. I think it's a much closer game. I think the Rams win, but not by seven points. I'm taking Arizona to cover. Uh, that's a good. It's a good bet. What is it? What do you feel about Cooper Cup being on kind of like a pitch count against Arizona, though? Does that affect how you feel about it? Know. You have no more Van Jefferson. He's he's obviously in Atlanta now. Mm-hmm. So now you have Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, Tutu Atwell, and but Cup's kind of injured. And if something is going on with him, 
Ben Skoranek is the guy that comes in after him. So uh, Ben Skoranek is a nice special teams guy. That's it. Who can occasionally make a play for you on offense, but really, really occasionally. If Cooper Cup is not 100%, yeah, then I think you got problems. Because when you talk about a pitch count, remember last week he was targeted 10 times and caught nine balls. And how much of that was in the first half, too? He didn't get very, it did not get very much in the second half, and they did not score at all in the second half. That's right. And the Rams have not been good scoring late in the game. At all. Uh, yeah. And Arizona has just gotten trounced by everybody late in games. I mean, there's a stat out there that Arizona has given up. I want to, it's, uh, they're, they're, they've down 54 to 7. They've been outscored in the fourth quarter so far this year. Oh, wow. I'm bringing a lot of statistics to you. you look at you. You are yeah. very statistic-heavy. Very statistic-oriented. Like, I know, I know San Francisco beat them up pretty good. I don't know about the rest of them. But they were, they were close on every – yes, that's because Arizona – was Arizona who lost the, um, the Giants and they had that amazing – that 30-point second half? Oh, yeah, when the Giants came back, yeah. yeah. That, so a lot of that is that. Right. Well, Daniel but Jones it, it, hasn't done that more than one time in his career. But the only reason people give Arizona any credit is because they beat Dallas, who everybody thought was good. Who, about, after what I saw San Francisco do to them, I don't think they're very good. Yeah, but the against the Giants, they had that game won until the, until the end. They had it. They were spoke. They were ahead of Washington and should have won that one. They lost that. So they are still a bad team, but still. I think they can keep it close, and it's going to come down to maybe just the fourth quarter, and somebody has to score. Somebody will have to score in the second half. Tell you another game I'm really interested this weekend is the Raiders and the Patriots, and you know what? It's a beatdown. You may hear that and go, Raiders and Patriots? The Patriots legitimately might be the worst team in the NFL. Carolina? Carolina and the Patriots are kind of right there. Um, but for the Raiders, I love games like this. This is why I liked uh, Denver against the Jets last week because Sean Payton had all these things to say, and then here comes Nathaniel Hackett with a backup quarterback into your house and beats you. I love storylines like that. This game between the Raiders and the Patriots, will McDaniels beat his boss in Belichick, and are the Patriots just so pathetic and so bad that Belichick can't beat his former pupil? I think the Raiders are going to win this game. I'm taking the Raiders not just to win. I think the Raiders cover the three points. So the problem is if, if that happens, it's going to be like 18 to 14 or something like that. I was the, thinking like 5 to 2. <laughs> very you know? well could be 5 to 2 because neither then team for some reason can score. The, the, the Raiders haven't scored more than 18 points at all this season more than once. Not at all. It hasn't happened. And yet they've, and, they've got two wins. Yeah, they have two wins because they they beat um, 17-16 uh, mm-hmm. against Denver, who had the worst defense in the world at that point. It was in week one, and then the next week, Miami puts up 70. and then on Denver. And then, against, and then against Green Bay just on Sunday. What was that, 17-13? Something like, like that. Just a, just a disaster of a, an offense. And you have Devontae Adams, who you should be, should be amazing. You hear what he said to it this week, too? He's like, you just have to find a way to get me the ball despite being double-teamed. Well, I'll tell you what. The other quarterback did. Jimmy G didn't, but that other guy, what's his name? Aiden something or other? Aiden What's that Hutchinson. That, no, no, no. Aiden no, Hutchinson's no, the defensive oh, end for the, oh, the Aiden, Lions. Aiden, Aiden, McConnell, isn't it? McConnell, yes. Yeah. Something like that. Don't yeah, worry about right. it, Bergie. I, this week this I called C.J. Stroud, know. Marcus Stroud, and everybody's like, who the hell's Marcus Stroud? I'm like, I don't know. Who is he? Turns out Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, Aiden O'Connell, not yeah. McConnell. O'Connell. Yeah. I said O'Connell. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say O'Connell or McConnell? I sure said O'Connell. Oh, and Marcus right, Stroud then. is a defensive lineman for the Texans in case anybody's scoring at home. <laughs> <laughs> we get things wrong every yeah, once in a while. Happens. You know? It happens. It happens. All right, stick around, everybody, because Lindsay Baseball has got an edition, an abbreviated edition, of Radio Tinder. That is coming up next. 
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks, Christopher. Were you a big fan of In Living Color, Cappy? Um, not, I mean, I'm not a hater of it. Um, I was just always more a Saturday Night Live guy. I think people kind of took a side on that one. Yeah, I'm with you. But there were a lot of great comedians and actors that were on that show. Hey, by the way, um, I just want to send a shout out to everybody who happens to be celebrating today International Skeptics Day. I'm a skeptic. Oh, that's you. Totally I'm a natural you. born skeptic. There's a lot of things I don't really believe. I'm like, eh, I'm not positive. So it is International Skeptics Day. Congratulations. And uh, for those of you that are celebrating, Mazel Tov. And um, also uh, National Herpes Awareness Day. So for those of you that are celebrating that one, uh, good, good luck. Good thing you pointed that out. Well, it's also National Transfer Money to Your Sunday, and my son hasn't hit me up yet today. He probably doesn't know. That's exactly right. I feel like you probably should text him and be like, hey, just so you know. Nah, that that's that means I'm gonna have to transfer money. I'm gonna so. have to post something about it, and I'm gonna tag Justin <laughs> Kaplan in it, so he knows. Hey, Dad, or yeah. try, I'm just trying to right. celebrate. Right. <laughs> All right, baseball. It is time for Radio Tinder, presented by Tequila Mandala. All right, Cappy. So you're uh, one of your friends. I don't know if you want to call her a friend or whatever, but uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Aye. No, you're not really a big fan of her. It's not that I'm not a big fan. It's just that you know what it, I'm. People are like so annoyed with all the Taylor Swift coverage. Are people like aren't people super annoyed with the Jada Pinkett Smith coverage? I think so. I also feel like she's kind of a jerk, and I'll explain why here. So she's been in the news a lot lately because she's uh, been doing interviews promoting her upcoming memoir. Mm. So I might just have to put in a request to see if she'll come on our show because oh I know God, you've got some questions for her. I'd so like anyway, to keep her, her name out my mouth. Well, if you talk to her, that's not going to be possible. So she admitted that she felt a very strong connection to the late rapper Tupac, referring to him as her soulmate in a new interview. Mm -hmm. Jada admitted that even though she felt that the rapper was a soulmate of sorts, she also explained that she didn't think that it needed to be a romanticized idea. This comes, of course, a few days after she revealed that she had secretly been separated from Will Smith for seven years. Mm -hmm. So not really a great week publicity-wise for her, in my opinion. Do you have an issue with Jada Pinkett Smith saying this publicly about Tupac being her soulmate? Swipe left or swipe right? I'm going to swipe right. I do have kind of an issue with it because there's more to the story. I think she even said that Tupac um, asked her to marry him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For when he was in prison. Yeah. So I'm like, how do we verify that? I don't think you can. Right. So maybe she just made that up. R.I.P. You know? 
Because I'm because today's International Skeptics Day. I'm just skeptical of the whole thing. Oh, I see what you're doing. You see what I'm saying? Um, she annoys me so much, and and Will Smith annoys me so much. If they've been separated for this long, what are they doing? Is this like a big public thing? They show up at these award shows, and then he goes crazy, keep my wife's name out your damn mouth, and then smacks Chris Rock in the face for the woman that you're separated from? The woman who's always out there, like, talking and humiliating you? Like, come on, Will. What's up, Will? I feel like there's probably, maybe not a lot, but there are some celebrities that do this where they kind of put on the whole, like, happy family marriage thing just for publicity's sake, don't you think? I suppose that's what they're doing. I mean, it wasn't, like, didn't they, this is a thing in Hollywood, like, Brock Hudson, he, like, married his assistant because it was for publicity looks, whatever, for, you know, to cover up his actual lifestyle. I feel like there's people that do this. I don't know. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith are like the Hollywood version of Bill and Hillary Clinton. I don't know about that. Well, they're like just married just to kind of stay married and like high five each other on occasion. I don't know if they even high five each other because I feel like, I don't know, it seems like Will seemed to care a lot more about her than she does about him. Yeah, seems I could that be way. wrong, but, you know, the fact that he got so teary eyed and upset about the whole, you know, the comment with the slap. And here she is going out there saying months later, a year later, like, oh, yeah. I have less respect for Will Smith now. I literally have less respect for him now. Why? Because you went and smacked Chris Rock, damaged your reputation like that over over this. Come on, Will, do better. Brian, what do you think? Swipe left or swipe right? Do you have a problem with it? Yeah, I'm with Cap on this one. Swipe him right. I don't know. I'm I'm tired of hearing about it all. And to Cap's point, now that all this comes out after the slap kind of a deal, it's like, hmm. Doesn't look too good. Mm-mm. Do no. better, Will Smith. Right. Oh, Do geez. better. Come on. Do better. All right. So next one here. A woman went viral after posting on TikTok of an alleged first date with a guy. So the girl in the video refuses to get out of the car because her date took her to the Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. The guy goes over to the passenger side of the car. He goes to help her out. And she's like, I'm not getting out of this car. Mm-hmm. Nope. Waving her finger no. Like, I am not doing this. This is oh, Cheesecake nah. Factory. Hell no. Nah. And he's like, what's wrong with that? And she's like, this is a chain restaurant. Who takes someone who looks like this to a chain restaurant? Oh, really? Is she hot? She's pretty good looking. All right. Yeah, she's a pretty girl. Uh, Would you ever take a first date to the Cheesecake Factory? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? Um, I would swipe right. I'm not saying that I go to the Cheesecake Factory very often. I don't have one nearby, and I don't, like, seek them out. But I don't have any problem with them. You know, like I mean, I've been to the Cheesecake Factory. It's okay. So, you, but you think like that's not first date material? Not, I mean, well, hold on a second. I have a question. Let's say that we never get to a second date. What do I have to do? I have to go to like I got to go to Craig's. Yeah, but the first date is all about like first impressions and and you know wanting okay, to I, impress someone. But I have a question. So, what do you think the price point is per person at Cheesecake Factory? It's, you, it's actually and, higher than you'd think. Right. So you and you and a date go to the Cheesecake Factory. And you're both going to have a drink. Let's just say you're both going to have two drinks. And let's say you're both going to have uh, a salad and you're both going to have an entree. What's the bill cost? It's like easily like 100 ish, 120 bucks. Oh, hey guys, I, I heard about more. this story too. I had to jump in. Come on, plus, plus drinks, 200 bucks. Yeah, of course like, yeah, yeah, with drinks, you're probably yeah. right. I'm yeah. going to say price point's probably 100 bucks a person. That's not like some cheap restaurant. Yeah, I saw this video this morning. I've been fascinated with this story all day long.
Funchy, is she hot? She's cute. She's, she's cute. I think she's hot. I think she's hot. I mean, yeah, she's she cute. She's, yeah. She thinks she's too but hot she's for not, the Cheesecake she's Factory. Not, I don't, I mean, she's, she's, she's Cheesecake Factory material. I'll tell right, you let, that. Me, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Wait, she is or she isn't? She is. She is. Oh, she, cheesecake yeah. Factory material? Yeah. Really? I mean, she's acting like she's too big for Cheesecake Factory. I Come mean, on, if babe. I said to you, hey, I said, hey, listen, we're going to go out on our first date. We're going to go to P.F. Chang's. Is that no good? If uh, I said to you, first Chang's, isn't that like less? That's probably cheaper yeah, than. Yeah, it than is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, if I said you were going to Fridays or Applebee's, I could understand you having a little bit of a problem. Sorry, Fridays and Applebee's. But Do you understand a, what I'm trying to say there's here? A, there's also a, there's also a part two to this video where um, the guys it it, it goes like she, he reveals that they were ha- they had a reservation for a pricier restaurant, but she was late to the date an hour. Oh, oh hell, hell no. no. Yeah, hell you're no. right. Yes. You're right. Hell and, to the no. And the part two, she's apologizing profusely and he wanted to take her home and everything. He was being the nicest oh, he guy. Oh, to take her home? Yeah, yeah. Take And she was like, oh, you're going to take me home? Oh, oh you're really going to take me home, huh? You're gonna really? really? Yeah. Not after the Cheesecake Factory, you're exactly. not? Exactly. Well, no. Brian, Chang, what about you? Take me home. Brian, swipe left or swipe right? Uh, left is like, I don't have a problem with it, right? Like, yes. I don't have a problem with that. I think it's all right. So you Stop would. on the cheat yeah. you, you would. Yeah. How would your girlfriend, how would she feel if you took her on a first date to the Cheesecake Factory? Would well, she be I mean, okay with it? Yeah, if she loves cheesecake, she would love that. You know? <laughs> I will say. She'd be hyped on the spot if she I loves cheesecake. I thought you liked cheesecake. I'm sorry. I right. thought you liked cheesecake. There's so many different flavors. Check By the way, they got great out. salads. I mean, I will say that I lived across the street from a Cheesecake Factory when I lived in the marina. Mm-hmm. And like... I mean, I'm not going to lie. There's a few times where I even, like, postmated it because I didn't want to, like, leave my apartment. But, like, having Cheesecake Factory across the street can be dangerous. Like, very dangerous. Because, A, it's expensive. B, it's delicious. C, they have so many menu options. Like, you never know what to choose. Hey, the good right. thing is it's large portions, too. Yeah. I mean, it, but, really a chain, large but a chain restaurant, if I said to a first date, hey, we're going to Houston's. Houston's is great. I love Houston's. So, listen, this whole notion of a chain restaurant, again... If I said, hey, girl, let's go to Chili's, I'd understand. First date, that ain't exactly classy. I mean, again, I feel like, I don't know. Because then you got the people who, the girl was mad because. That girl was like Applebee's material. (laughs) That's what I was saying. Applebee's, Fridays. Yeah. Sizzler. Sizzler. She was acting too good. Well, whatever. I feel like, I mean, I wouldn't be mad about it. I wouldn't say, like, I'm not getting out of the car. We're not going on this date. But Mm. I'd be like, I don't know. I, I would have to. Question. I know. I know. For me, well, oh, really? You're not getting out of the car? We're, you're not. You're too good to go to the Cheesecake Factory? I don't think you're for me. Actually, I'm gonna lie. I'm, I lied. I would be fine with it. I'd be good with it. I'd be like, yeah, Cheesecake Factory. That's cool. I'm good. All right, so Brian has turned off the music. Brian, yeah, are you, are you telling me that to, means we're yeah. going to the Lakers? Yeah, we're yep. out at a 28. So you got like 20 seconds. All right. Well, let me say this. This has been an amazing week. It really has. And I, Andrew Whitworth, I know you're listening. You got to go back to the T-shirt with the hood, with the sport jacket, my man. I mean, last night, that collared shirt, that wasn't you, dog. And I hope I didn't ruin it for you. It's been a great week. Thanks to everybody who participated. Thanks to 7-Eleven from earlier in the week. Thanks to Yamava for yesterday. Lindsay and Laura, Shidano, Morales, Funchy, Cohen. I'm talking like the entire Mishpucha at 710 had to chip in for this show this week. We're back on Monday. Have a great weekend. Be safe out there. And peace out, everybody.